0: Great things always have a beginning. And you think about products like light bulbs, how important that is to your life, and all sorts of tools. And we always love to know how they came about. Well, we have a great story of an inventor. Her name is Lisa Lindell, and she wrote a new book talking about that in her entire very interesting life. It's called Unleash the Girls. And that invention is the first ever sports bra. And uh, Lisa, in fact, you didn't even call it a sports bra, did you, in the very beginning? <laughs>
1: Well in the very, very beginning, Steve, we we um I referred to it as the Jock Bra so until <laughs> I found out, well, that was maybe not the best name, so we changed it to Jog Bra. This is back in nineteen seventy
0: seven, believe it or not. Oh yeah, going back to I remember those days. Now you actually made this, the first one, right? Came out of a jock strap. It's the same principle.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean it started off really as a joke between my sister and I, because we were, uh, both, we'd both taken up running and discovered that the only uncomfortable part, the non-joyous part of running, was bouncing breasts, and that was distracting and uncomfortable. And she said, why isn't there a strap for women? Ha ha ha. You know, a different <laughs> part of the body. And I thought, you know, it's funny, but it's not such a bad idea. Uh, that's how the um, idea was born. And the first truly working prototype um, that we came up with with two jock straps cut apart and the pouches became cups and the straps crossed in the back and I went running in that contraption and the engineering part of the uh, uh, that first prototype was solved by doing that.
0: Well, you can see how important that could be because obviously just the size of a woman's breasts alone kind of limited what they could do, right? I mean, obviously it would be difficult. Some of sports involved a lot of movement and so forth. Not only the embarrassing part, but just completely the uncomfortableness of trying to do that. It's just... and the question I see as I went through your book, I'm thinking, well, I wonder why nobody thought of that sooner because uh, did that just kind of uh, coincide with the jump in women's athletics, that kind of thing?
1: Well, let's remember the times. In the late 60s and the 70s were really a transformative time. I mean, very much like the times we're living through now, actually. It was full of change. And um, up until '90. 19- and it wasn't until 1972 that um, the Title IX was passed, which said that any federally funded educational program around sports had to have the same amount of money for girls' and women's teams and sports activities as for boys and men, 1972. And, there have, uh, and so that went a long way for getting women involved in exercise and sports but it couldn't take away their self-consciousness and discomfort of what was going on with their breasts. That didn't happen until 1977 when I brought the sports bra to market. It, it, however, I, I want to... Well, and what has been proven since then is the studies that have been done that show the dramatic increase in um, women and girls since... Uh, those
0: those years in the 70s. Well, you know, and and I recall this in the late part of the 20th century, but I think the moment when probably you had to be smiling was that famous U.S. woman's soccer game when, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when she rips off the winning goal, rips off her shirt, she has a sports bra underneath, and that was like an acceptance of the world, saying, like, this is perfectly normal, and uh, it just made a... Any question about a sports bra and its place and culture, I think, was cemented that day. Did you feel that way when you saw it?
1: Oh, absolutely. That was Brandy Chastain, who, who did the winning goal. And and I have to say that when I had the idea for a sports bra, I you know, part of me said, and wouldn't it be great if it was modest enough that I could take off my T-shirt and tuck it in the back of my shorts like my male running partner did <laughs> when on those long, hot runs and, and there was Brandy. She did it. And, you know, and no one really no one blinked. I mean, the world roared on on one level, but everyone understood that. And that was really the sports bra is credited with launching this athleisure trend. You know, you women are wearing what are referred to as sports bras really is everyday wear now. It has really changed the landscape. And That's part of what I write about in Unleash the Girls. I mean, yes, it's a story of, oh, how I came up with the idea and started a business and ran the business. But really, it's about the changes that women have faced and are facing and how important coming right up against our challenges is, how important that is and how to do that.
0: Well, Lisa the book is not only about this really interesting story about how this bra was developed and so forth, but your story is amazing. I mean, you talk about a a great woman's story. You managed to do this while living with epilepsy. Talk a little about what the restraints that put on you, and especially people forget, but back at that time, there weren't a lot of women in high finance and business and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, your entrepreneurship uh, really is an inspiration to women across the country.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. It's so nice of you to say. But, yeah, it was a very different... We were all raised to be, you know, teachers and, or nurses or, you know, at, at best, or secretaries. In fact, I was a part-time secretary at the time. But, really, the expectation was for a woman that success was getting married and raising a family. And beyond that, nothing much. You couldn't even get a credit card. In the late sixties, if you were a woman, I mean, young women today, I don't know that they understand how far things have come, but at the same time, are very much the same. And part of what I want unleash the girls to do is, for me, it. I believe that women need to tell their women's stories, and everybody, whether you're a man or a woman, but everybody has their challenges. Everybody has something. And in my case, one of them, a big one was epilepsy and all the things I had been told I shouldn't do, I couldn't do. I didn't have a driver's license. No one had any great expectations for me making anything out of my life. Um, (laughs) Everyone was impressed that I even got married, you know. (laughs) Um, But um, so the book is really about how do you, those challenges how do you know how do you deal with the fear that's implicit with that and living through your vulnerabilities and coming right up to the edge of that fear
0: the story's interesting because you're really honest about it i mean you're when you say like when you got thrown into this you know you had the great idea and so forth at first uh, you weren't really prepared for it you didn't kind of have to learn on the job like we all do Oh, I was so not
1: prepared. I was so, not, and I was very naive and and very trusting, and where perhaps I should not have been. I lost control of the business for for four years, really, and had to persevere and work hard and work with a difficult partner. We were very different people, and she was a woman, and you know, I had this idea of buy women for women and the sisterhood, and that kind of that very much got challenged and. And uh, how did I how did I deal with that? Why didn't I just leave, you know, let her force me out of the business? And, and I didn't. I persevered. And I had to face a lot of my own um, assumptions about myself, about power. I mean, what is power? What's the difference between power and strength? Right. And where does inner strength come from? And, you know, is power a bad thing? It's only a bad thing if it's power over. How do you empower? How do you empower yourself? <laughs> These were, we were, my partner, we were great teachers for each other because we were very different people. We were not, but we also, both of us, very much believed in this sports bra. That it was our baby and we both wanted it to succeed. And so we chose to persevere and learn from each other. And the book is all about the ins and outs of that and how I failed and the places where I came, I didn't fail and trying again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you can almost hear Helen Reddy singing I Am Woman when you read through this, <laughs> because it's, it's a great book in the sense that, I think you really bring out in the book too kind of the excitement and the uh, ch- the, the great challenges that are involved that just because you invent something great there's a lot more to it than that and it's it's a great primer for people reading that the it goes beyond the idea. I mean, you got to have the idea, and it's a wonderful thing. But if you want to take it to the next level, then there's a whole other uh, area of which to learn. And you certainly learned yeah. it the hard way by uh, just doing and kind of fighting through, making your mistakes and going, uh, and going forward.
1: I did learn it the hard way, but it has been so rewarding. I mean, people ask me, why did you write this book all these years later? And it's because... The sports bra has become a feminist icon, and my partners and I have been inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame and the bras in the Smithsonian's Museum of American History and in the Metropolitan Museum's uh, costume collection as a revolutionary piece of uh, women's underwear. I had no idea. I was (laughs) just solving my own problem, and now uh, I have young women coming up to me and saying, what does it feel like to be a feminist icon? And i like, what?
0: <laughs> that is very cool, you know, because it is so true, and it is such an important invention. But, you know, you're one of those people. I, I see those at night. Hey, if you're an inventor, here, you can get this. Well, you actually are one. I mean, you patented also a medical garment for breast cancer. Kind of explain a little about that.
1: Oh, that was, that, I am very proud of that. Oh, um, a physical therapy. Uh, Fair therapist came to me and she treats breast cancer survivors from something called lymphedema and I knew nothing about that and she was jerry-rigging old sports bras to treat swelling in the chest and breast of these breast cancer survivors and she said, Lisa, please help me make something specifically for them using what you know about um, sports bras and compression and encapsulation of the breast and so she knew what the garment would need to be, how what design it needed to have, and I knew something about where to go to find the uh, manufacturing and um, fabrics and how to set up a business and all of that. So in 2000, um, I formed Belief, uh, and we made the Compressor Comfort Bra, And Dr. Leslie Bell is my partner in that, and it is a fabulous product, and it has a utility patent. It's sold all over the world, and it is really a great relief for women. A huge percentage of women who have had any kind of procedure related to um, breast cancer that has involved the lymph nodes are at risk for uh, truncal lymphedema. And so the Belize Compressor Comfort Bra... uh, is the answer for that and you can find it through your physical
0: therapist well these are just fantastic inventions you know getting back to the sports bra for a second i I know people that run and they have told me without that women would never have gotten to the level because the only people that were running before were people that had the physical attributes to be able to do that and that's quite quite limiting (laughs)
1: did did I say that
0: nice enough you know what I mean
1: (laughs) well it it was it could be limiting it could be uncomfortable women were going doing things like wrapping themselves in ace bandages or wearing two bras and now when you google sports bras there's an entire range of sports bras every and some of them are functional and really work and some of them are more about looking like a sports bra there's the entire gamut and And that is wonderful. I think that is really wonderful. Unleash the Girls really talks about how a garment can be a source of empowerment. I mean, clothing has always reflected what's going on sociopolitically in a culture. And, of course, I had no idea about that. Yeah, right. Back in 1977. But because because women were running because women were starting you know all the 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 whole fitness craze really started in the early 70s and it got women out of the house and being active does empower one we we all know that you know whether you're competing or not it's not about competition it's about having a strong body it's about being friends with your body and you got to have the proper equipment to, yeah um participate
0: well, and last question, then, are you excited when you see that it's become a fashion statement? As you said, you know, all the sportswear companies, they want theirs to be the most attractive and so forth. there's a purpose in it, but now it's something you also uh, can look good at. Like you say, it's accepted everywhere,
1: yeah, it's great. i'm I am pr- at first I'm very proud. I'm very proud of um having done this uh, I you know had I known back in the day that that's what I was doing who knows if I even would have done it but I didn't I was just solving my own problem and so that's a really important lesson that if you see a better solution or have an idea for a new solution go forward with it when when I talk to young entrepreneurs I say follow your passion follow make sure your passion is in line with your purpose and follow that have that be your guiding star mm-hmm.
0: Incredible advice. A great book. Great book not only for young girls. I think it's an inspiration, but it's important for the males to be reading this, too. It's just a great story. It's called Unleash the Girls. Yeah, it's great by Lisa Lindell. And, Lisa, where can we get it? I'm sure um, nowadays it's going to be something all over right? Amazon and so forth.
1: Yes, Unleash the Girls, the untold story of the invention of the sports bra can be found on Amazon and all your online retailers, Barnes & Noble. Uh, and uh, also, you can go, you can call your local bookstore and ask them to order it for you if you'd like to support them. You can find me on my website, lisalindahl.com, L-I-S-A-L-I-N-D-A-H-L.com. I also have an author page on Amazon and a Facebook page, Lisa Lindahl. Um, and you can look at the book there and order it there. I'd be really happy if you did.
0: Oh, and you'll be happy if you get it. It's a great read. Thanks, Lisa. I really enjoyed chatting with you today.
1: Thank you so much, Stephen. I really appreciate it.